balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm very, very, very strong on the balance of nature, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it because I truly believe it has been an incredible boon to my health. So I'm very, very happy with the uh, capsules. I truly believe they've helped me to balance life out. I'm 83 years old. I'm in good shape, and I think a big piece of it is because of balance of nature. You represent a really, truly great product not just quantity of life, it's also quality, and definitely Balance of Nature has helped me. So I'm very, very appreciative of that. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. While it's still legal, the Kate Daly Show starts now. City is stunned by the sudden rollout of Rook Unlimited's most fantastic device ever. The Smart Mark. Throw your other devices away because the Smart Mark is more than just a phone. It's part of you. Use it as cash. Book your travel. And even shoot video. Distribution points are all over the city. And don't let the lines discourage you. The Rook Unlimited Smart Mark is worth the wait. I never realized how wonderful technology could make me feel. The Smart Mark has brought order to my life. And the best part? It's absolutely free. A gift of thanks to our city from Rook Unlimited. 23% of the population has been given the Smart Mark number one. Hi there. Welcome to your Monday uh, and the Kate Daly Show. So glad you're listening in. And yes, that was a Stretch Armstrong animated episode for your kids. How fun. Get the smart mark. Uh, and it was a little stamp on your wrist, you know, kind of like the one with the uh, Luciferis that they want to do for the uh, vaccine uh, where it lights up. And uh, l- wow. Wow. <laughs> 
between that and Blue's Clues that we talked about last week, I, I fear for the children. I fear. And I welcome you to the show. Uh, by the way, just wanted to mention that we have a wonder, We have two wonderful guests. Uh, Dr. Duke Pesto will be joining us next week. He's out this week. We have uh, David Fiorazzo, uh, who is joining me with the book, Canceling Christianity. So happy to have him. And of course, Dr. Lee Merritt, the frontline doctor, joining us in the next hour. So what a show I have for you today. I'm so excited to have David back on. And uh, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kate. It's great to talk with you again. Thank oh, you. you too. In fact, uh, canceling Christianity about the about the battle for the heart and soul of America, the spiritual conflict we find ourselves in, and the far the how the forces of of darkness are behind today's progressive cancel culture. And let me just tell you um, what uh, what a fantastic uh, guy David is, author. Uh, radio personality, media contributor, associate pastor. He's been involved in broadcasting and entertainment industries for over 30 years. So I welcome you on the show. And what a wonderful book. Uh, Absolutely. Canceling Christianity. You know, we have been talking more and more and more about this on the show. I would say the last probably four or five years, way more than we even did the first five years. And I know people are identifying some of these issues and problems. They're seeing it. I When I played the Blues Clues for kids and you look at all these episodes, all the targeted messages towards our kids, it's, it's yeah. everything to get them away from God. It's truly amazing to me. And I really do, and amazing, not in a good way. I do hope parents and grandparents are recognizing this, this push. I hope so too. I'm not too optimistic though. I mean, mm. this goes back 75 to 100 years. And right. as you were saying, I mean, I'm looking at a couple news stories right now. Illinois School District confiscated a little girl's Bible while she was reading in class. Jeez. That was grade school. Another story, Christian family rejected by adoption ag- agency for opposing transgender ideology. CBS, Hallmark, uh, reject a pro-life ad saying it is unacceptable and the content is controversial. Um, so many things going on. We're seeing censorship of Christians, conservatives, even American citizens simply wanting to share truth, facts, or even a different view. And Kate, when do you remember, other than the last five years, it intensifying to this point where it's not just the fact they disagree with you, but they want to cancel or silence you. Have we ever been here before? No. No, not to this extent. This is it's getting mm-hmm. it's getting bad out there. I have to agree with you. It, it is getting really yeah. bad, and that's probably why we bring it up on the show so much now, because it, it's like a it's like all these hits every day. Where it used to be, it used to be like an article that would be surprising or shocking maybe once a month, uh, yeah. twice a month, and now it's so many per day that it's like okay, well, which ones do I choose to talk about? Because we could be talking about it every single day for three hours. Yes. Yes, yeah. we could. And we've some of us have been trying to sound the alarm on this for a couple of decades. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you seriously, have. I mean, it's, it's, it goes back that far. For those of your listeners that are paying attention and have been paying attention, they get it. They understand. And they're going, wow. So it's not surprising that the left is going to do what they're going to do. They're godless and they mm-hmm. are going to behave a certain way. They're going to believe a certain unbiblical worldview. But mm-hmm. what's shocking to, I think, most of us is the speed with which this, these agendas are just going right through our culture like a locomotive. It's amazing to me how fast things are changing. Right, right. Give us some examples, too. 
Well, one of the obvious ones would be the public school system. Yes. I mean, you've got to go way back, and I don't want to say too much about that because I know you have Dr. Duke Pesta on. I'm, mm-hmm. I work with him. I see him every week at, at Freedom Project Media. But he'll even tell it, you it, it's a mess. Yes, this goes, <laughs> what's that? He'll tell you it's a hot mess. Everything's a mess. <laughs> Yeah, so I can't, I can't uh, top what he does, man, the Dr. Duke show and everything he talks about, but it goes back that far to where there had to be a point where concerned citizens, and in America, we were mostly a Christian nation, and that mm-hmm. was our foundation. The Constitution is based on the laws of nature, and nature's God. We, your audience knows all that. So the fact is, we let that slip. We got comfortable. You know, freedom is one of the hardest things to maintain, because you have to fight for it, but you also have to be aware of the agendas mm-hmm. that are coming against it. And I think that's where in education, well, I'll just say this, the left now, people don't like it when I use the word control. The left now has massive influence and power in, in every major institution in America. Mm-hmm. How did it get to this point where now our voices are being silenced in America. In most countries, that wouldn't be surprising. Right. But a country with our Constitution and the Bill of Rights, it should be eye-opening, and more people mm-hmm. should be going, wait a minute, how do we stop this? But not enough people are asking those questions. Absolutely. And, you know, when you control academia and the media, even if you have a, let's say, 20% that are diehard, anti-God, pushing this message, when you have those forums, though, you can make it seem like everyone's feeling this way. So the messages are so manipulative because it makes yeah. it seem as if the crowd is so large in America. Boy, you're going to be, you're one of those, all you know, those people from the old times. You know, you're one of those. Uh, be, be with us, the new modern American kind of, kind of uh, crapola that they're selling. Yeah, and they've been mm-hmm. selling it and they've done a masterful mm-hmm. job. It's evil. It's deceptive. But it's been masterful the way they've done And it goes back to Antonio Gramsci in the prison notebooks and his mission to, uh, I'm paraphrasing what you've probably heard very often, and he was an Italian Marxist, and he wanted to take down, of course, America. You've got to take down the economy, the capitalist system. And he had to get Christianity out of the way because we were too strong of a country right. and too united of a country. So he said it's a long, progressive march through the major institutions in America, knowing that we would never go down militarily. We could never mm-hmm. be attacked like in that way. So this is cultural Marxism is what we're seeing now. And it's been going on for decades, many decades. But now because the rotten fruit of cultural Marxism is, is growing throughout our culture, like a virus, <laughs> yeah. that this is why more people are starting to wake up. Thank God. I mm-hmm. hope it's not too late, though. Oh, I hope so, too. In fact, we had some conflicting information. ABC put out, by the way, 300 million doses of the vaccine have been given. And then um, on another mainstream article, it said, well, when interviewed, three out of four Americans are saying, no way, never. We're not changing our minds either on this. Uh, we're not getting it. So somebody's lying. And uh, I do believe ABC uh, needs, a, you know, obviously uh, their information is skewed. And so uh, most people are saying no. Most people are waking up. I think there's a lot of people that are finally, even with the Fauci emails going, you know, something's really not right here. So let's hope that that hitting rock bottom and losing liberty completely is helping people understand, too, how to fight for this. Because the other part of your title on your book is Canceling Christianity, David, and then How the Left Silences Churches, Dismantles the Constitution, and Divides Our Culture. There really is three different modes of operation here. Mm -hmm. There's so many angles. Yeah. 
Well, silencing, uh, they have to silence the opposition. And, and again, mm-hmm. what's in the way? It is the biblical Christian worldview, the worldview that believes our, our rights come from God, not government. Mm-hmm. And that is one that they're trying to silence. So they're silencing Christians, they're silencing churches, conservatives, independents. If you believe in the biblical worldview, also they're trying to dismantle the Constitution. I mean, look at the courts. Look at, look at last year in the lawlessness we saw on our streets. Yes. Most of us were watching these news reports whether it be Minneapolis, uh, Portland, Seattle, Louisville, Atlanta, wherever it was, and we're going, wait a minute, what about the laws? Oh, What about the laws yes. saying you can't vandalize, you can't steal from mm-hmm. stores, you can't destroy someone's business, you can't violently attack right. an American citizen on the street? What about the laws? So we're seeing, and by the way, this is prophetic, Second uh, Timothy 3 says, evil men will, and imposters will grow worse and worse, they will be deceiving. And also, the mystery of lawlessness, it says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, is already at work. Lawlessness. People would just say, you know what, this, and this is what's, what's astounding, when police were given the stand-down orders, a lot of us said, okay, now mm-hmm. we have entered into very new territory in America. Yes. When I, yeah. evil was allowed to flourish mm-hmm. and good and the law was looked down at as something that had to be set aside because they were justifying sin, they were justifying wickedness, lawlessness, all these riots and and everything, destroying cities. I think it was over $2 billion of damage throughout the country throughout that last summer, if I remember right. So they're justifying all that because of a injustice, and just racial injustice. Whatever kind of justice you're going after, you don't justify evil and worse in order to try to take a stand for something good. And this is the problem, Kate, when, when well-meaning people and a lot of Christians who maybe don't know their Bibles, I don't know, they locked arms with the Black Lives Matter Global Marching yes. Network. And so they're marching, thinking, I'm helping, I'm doing something good, because I've been sold all the facts, and all, I mean, all the emotion, mm-hmm. all the feeling, all the the virtue signaling, I've been sold all that, but they didn't seem to research what Black Lives Matter really stood for, and it, it was really just a head-scratcher when you're watching this take place in our country last summer. I think parents, I think uh, the average American knew we're entering new territory yeah. here. Oh, absolutely. When when CNN's standing there and somebody's going to light a car on fire, and they're like, and he's just lighting a candle for world peace. I mean, you know <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I, I, you almost couldn't believe it when you saw that they were excusing it and just saying they were just really angry. And uh, but then they can uh, they can call out and call other people domestic terrorists that have a flag, you know, in their possession. So it is. I think people are noticing the crazy. We had a fraudulent election that absolutely put it on the map as the most obvious fraud that has ever taken place, but everyone's supposed to believe yeah. it and look away. And so all of these things are taking place and. Now Christians are considered fringy or right-wing, and now they're after the Christian right-wing fringy because now we are a threat. We'll be right back. More with David Fiorazzo when we come back. The book, Canceling Christianity. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. 
There'll be a golden letter reaching down when the man comes around. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show at your service. You can go to katedalyradio.com. Almost uh, 2,200,000 listens. I guess it's so amazing to me. And uh, on podcast, we do a podcast of this live show that you're listening to right now. It'll be available on katedalyradio.com right after the show. And uh, really love that you're sharing the podcast with so many people. Thank you for that. Also, make sure and go to mypillow.com mypillow.com. What a great place to get gifts, wedding gifts, uh, all kinds of things, uh, things for the dad, uh, robes, slippers, the most amazing. I have to say they hit high marks in every amazing category, towels, sheets, down comforters, uh, covers to down comforters, uh, you name it, robes, um, even loungewear is incredible can i just tell you so please the my the my pillow speaks for itself if you don't have one and let's say you're a snorer get the blue label or green label it can cut the snoring out i'm not joking it's such a great thing make sure you get over to mypillow.com and put in the code word kate because when you put in the code word kate you're helping the show mike lindell and i have partnered up and he's an amazing guy he's really trying hard to get the messages out there and he's also got uh, frankspeech.com and uh, they are they're doing really well my show is one of the subscribed shows on there and let me just tell you he's all about trying to get some truth out frank speech is like a censor free facebook which is nice we need censor free don't we we do live in america last time i checked oh yeah we do and so make sure and get over to uh, frankspeech.com and also Mike, uh, Mike Lindell uh, TV for the movies about the voter fraud as well. But MyPillow.com, code word Kate, my first name. All right, David Fiorazzo, so glad you're on with me. The book is Canceling Christianity, How the Left Silences Churches, Dismantles the Constitution, and Divides Our Culture. That division is really important, too, because I saw a lot of division with COVID. This has been an interesting, interesting year and a half. Don't you agree? I just, I'm just horrified at, at what I'm seeing in the division, even on that. Holy cow. Yeah, there was a buildup to it, of course. Otherwise, we wouldn't be as divided. Mm-hmm. But the three major crises that took place last year, the division of the presidential election year, yes. the angst throughout the Trump presidency, yes. that, and then the COVID-19, the, what of, one of my pastor friends calls it the controller virus scamdemic. <laughs> yep. And also the Black Lives Matter riots and the, the propaganda that came at us, the Marxist propaganda. So these three things, really everybody had to decide how are we going to respond to each one of these things. Yeah. And boy, did the left use them. You know, they never let a serious crisis go to waste. So they used them right. to divide and conquer. And now we're seeing some of the... Uh, consequences of that. Oh, it's so true. I'm glad that you did this book. We really have to understand where we're headed, and it's not a pretty not a pretty place for Christians mm-hmm. here. Our Christians here have it very easy compared to the rest of the yes. world, right? Well, yeah, well, that's part of the problem. Part of the right. problem, I think, that we back down. As far as the church, I can't answer for the entire culture and everything else. But as far as the church goes, mm-hmm. we should have never, oh, maybe for two weeks, just because, you know, it was an unknown virus and mm-hmm. the Trump administration was saying, hey, this is, let's just do this. So, yeah, two weeks, maybe three weeks. But there's some churches that never came back. Some are still closed. Some closed for six months. It was ridiculous. These are men of God at a time when people were the most hopeless. They were the most helpless. There was a virus. There was fear. Fear was off the charts. I mean, yeah. calls to suicide helplines right. were through the roof. There was all kinds of chaos and people fearing 
and the churches were closed. Where are they going to go? Where, where were people supposed to go at a time when they needed mm-hmm. some direction, when they were possibly more open to God than they've ever been in their lives? The church doors were closed. So that's on us. So I say never again. And one of the calls through the book is to pastors and church leaders. The church has to be the church. We must equip the saints. We were not battle ready. Mm. And I say in the book, we're, we're, we're acting like we're on a cruise ship when in <laughs> fact we are on a battleship. Yeah. And half, half of the army, here's a problem. When half of the army doesn't even know you're in a fight, you're in, so you're in trouble. True. So this is what happened. And then we saw the government deem the church non-essential. We saw all these double standards. Like you said, I think we were talking during the break. Yes. Abortion clinics were open. Walmart, the home people, post and, offices. And Walmart, and grocery stores, all these other places, bars and all these other places. But the churches had to be closed. What kind of government does this? You know what kind of policy that is? It's communist policy. Yep. It's not the Constitution. And so not enough fought back. There were some churches that fought back, a handful of them. I get to interview some of them on our podcast. Mm-hmm. But not. it's such a small minority, and this was one of the problems as far as the church and the perspective of religious freedom that we should have been fighting for all along. Oh, amen. I love this book, uh, Canceling Christianity. Here's the other thing, too, and this isn't even a reason, but I did find this astounding. Not one person ever said they got COVID at church. Not one person, because when they locked <laughs> the nation true. down, <laughs> when they locked us down and they told us we couldn't go, at that point, we only had, um, what was it? Uh, I think we had 28 dead in the entire country that they were blaming COVID for, okay? So, which, which is very loose, considering the fact that they cycle the test so many times you can come up with a common cold for COVID, right? So it was only 28 deaths, very few actual cases, and they locked the country down. But it wasn't because they could come back and say, oh, if you went to church, this was this everybody was spreading it. There was never such a story, such a case, never somebody coming out and saying, I got it at church, ever. Yep. A good example of one um, pastor that fought back, Steve Smotherman of Legacy Church in Mm -hmm. Albuquerque, New Mexico. They were fined $10,000 by the leftist radical governor there. I think it's Michelle Grisham. Yeah. uh, Grisham, and she fined him $10,000 because they opened their church on Christmas Eve. What? And they currently have two laws. Yeah. They said, no, you have to only have 25% capacity. So he had a choice. Am I going to open... And he's got a big church. He's one of those patriot pastors that Mm -hmm. preaches the whole counsel of God and addresses the political, controversial, moral, spiritual issues. But he he said, no, I'm not going to turn people away when we get to a certain number. And so from that point on, by the way, there's two lawsuits. Now, I think one of them may have been settled through First Liberty Institute. But he said, from now on, this was in December, he said, we're calling every one of our services. They do a couple on Sunday, one on Sunday night, one on Wednesday night. He said, we're calling our services protests. So we're going to have a sun, two Sunday morning protests. We're going to have a Sunday evening <laughs> protest. We're going to have a Wednesday evening protest because of the Black Lives Matter. Uh, the governor, yeah, as yeah. many across the country, blue state governors, they were saying, yay, go support right, Black Lives Matter. Kudos. Right. They were commending protesters, regardless of how they were acting, out on our city streets. And the mm-hmm. churches couldn't even open and have their, quote, services 
So I think uh, pastors should all call our services protests from this point I on. I thought right. that was great. No, you know what? We have to get creative, I guess. If we're not going to stand mm-hmm. and 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 really go to the Constitution and say no, and some people are going to be fine, but I, I promise I think those cases are very winnable, um, considering mm-hmm. the fact that these are not actual laws passed by their legislatures. So in that case, if they're not willing to do that, then get creative, I guess, is the message here. But we sat there and watched this for months and just mm-hmm. took it like it was supposed to be this way. And everyone knew they could go to the, the post office and that the people that worked at the post office weren't keeling over left and right, and we weren't, but but it, but it, there was this dual messaging. And for some reason, we turned a blind eye. And we really need to think about why we turned a blind eye to that, why we were okay well, with the weird, yeah. weird rules that, that had no common sense to them whatsoever. Well, we were deceived. I think a lot of people just fell for the delusion, and it, it is a delusion. It's like, okay, let me believe this, but I'm looking. Here, you said something earlier about not, we couldn't believe it when CNN was saying, yeah. oh, it's a mostly peaceful <laughs> protest, and there's fire, firebomb yeah, going right. off in the background. And so there's something going on, even leading up to the election, when we're watching massive amounts of people coming out to Trump rallies, tens of, tens of thousands, and Biden's having, a, a, you know, a hundred in, a, in circles all spread out. He couldn't get people. He was staying home. And you're going, wait a minute. The enthusiasm on one side, the, the boring other side, how could this turn into a Biden victory? So mm-hmm. people were told by the media, don't believe their eyes. Right. When it came to these double standards, one of the dangerous things in America, Kate, Mm -hmm. is we have come to fall for double standards and accept them. It's no surprise that the left is going to be hypocritical. But when they open an abortion clinic or open uh, whatever, grocery store, Walmart, Home Depot, everything else, but they're saying, no, churches, you're super spreaders, you've got to be closed. Okay, that's a double standard, but people were kind of go, oh, okay, I guess you're right, because I know they're censoring Christians and conservatives on social media, the big tech you know, media right. conglomerate. So when we start accepting the double standard, and we have, right. look at Cuomo right. and the nursing homes, you look at yep. um, Whitmer in uh, uh, Michigan, all these, there's these double standards. If it was a Republican, that would never right. have been allowed to happen. They would have been raked over the coals big time. But we have allowed these double standards. That's what I'm trying to encourage people to, to do. Speak up, point them out. As it says in Ephesians 5.11, expose. Do not partner with those who do lawlessness. Expose the deeds of mm-hmm. darkness. In order to do that, we have to speak up. Yeah. Why do you think the church has stayed so silent during this, for the most part? We did have people well, stand. Amer- American Christianity is not biblical Christianity. We, we, it, this was years and years, decades, and even a couple centuries of conditioning. Um, one of the things that killed us in 1954 was the Johnson Amendment. Mm-hmm. And because of that, churches, pastors, leaders, and leaders are supposed to lead, right? right. The, the job of pastors, teachers, to equip the saints for ministry, equipping the people that come to church. So they started backing out of culture, saying, well, well, Johnson Amendment, I can't speak about politics anymore. Mm. What's abortion? Is that a political issue or a moral issue? Moral. moral What's same-sex marriage? What's transgenderism? Mm -hmm. What are all these? What's socialism? These are issues of morality. But pastors were saying, no, I don't want to lose my 501c3. So, Kate, this has been, and of course, it's the, um, uh, I want my best life now theology. And so we we were prepped to say, yeah, I don't want to work too hard. I don't want to fight this. I don't have much resistance in in, in me. I'm just going to take it easy. And I mean, I'm generalizing now. Some pastors, a good minority of them did fight back, but not enough. 
Right. And is a lesson learned here? I mean, what have we learned? Are we are we going to kowtow next time? I, what, what shocked me the most, David, um, was the fact that people looked at the government and went, oh, for the first time in history, they're telling us the truth right now. And I'm going to listen to every word they say, and I'm going to do everything they tell us to do because they want what's best for us. And I'm like, who are you people? They lie. Uh, they've, they've probably told, and I have to agree with G. Edward Griffin because I had the same number in my head 97% of the time. So why in the world did we suddenly just believe in government and put government really above God is really what happened in a lot of cases here. Well, you just said it. We, we feared a virus more than we had faith in an all-powerful, sovereign, the true living God. We didn't trust him. We feared a virus and the unknown. And I know there's some precautions you can take. I know there's some wisdom we can have when we, when we address certain things. But right. I think we, but- too many of us... Mm-hmm had the side of ended up on the side of fear and of the uncertain and the unknown and uh, that's what happened i really believe that we have not been given a spirit of fear the bible says but of power love and a sound mind so too many people said no i'm just gonna try to you know sit this one out but what shocked me i think was the fact that we never saw evidence of the so-called plague so if people were taking precautions if things like that were actually happening i could see people saying you know thinking oh my gosh okay there are certain places we voluntarily don't want to gather but we never had evidence of the plague actually taking place it was always taking place somewhere else because our you know you most communities were just fine and you didn't know a whole lot of people in a real plague you would have at least 20 to 30 people you knew die suddenly that didn't happen that didn't happen so we never saw evidence of a plague so not only did we put government above god we put government above what we were actually seeing with our own eyes and not even not even understanding it wasn't even happening be right back david fiorazzo this is the kate daly show be right back talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show into the potter's ground Hi there, welcome back. Kate Daly Show at your service today on a Monday. I hope you're doing well. And of course, I've got David Fiorazzo on with me. Uh, Duke's out this week, and David was nice enough to join me. I really appreciate him. And of course, and the book is Canceling Christianity. You must, you must read it. By the way, get over to balanceofnature.com. Balance of Nature is just an amazing food supplement. You can put in my name as the code, as the coupon code or the promo code uh, K A T E, and you can get up to thirty five percent off, and of course, free shipping. And they'll send it right out to you. Thirty one fruits and vegetables. This product rocks. I did my homework and I am telling you this was the product that had everything I was looking for and for the best price out of all of them. That's what shocked me actually was the fact that they could do it for far less and I thought wow this this company is amazing. They have an amazing mission and uh, the doctor uh, that did this uh, that created this product is amazing. So get over to balanceofnature.com and when you hear the testimonials those are all real my friends. So make sure that you're getting that product. That one's the, that one's the good one. Um, David Fiorazzo, and of course, the book is Canceling Christianity. Love this. It's on Amazon. You can get it all over the place. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm glad that you wrote this. We were just talking off on the break, and 
And it's amazing to me, you know, what they can get away with, right? What they can get away with, with us, you know, kind of taking it, not doing much about it. And then, of course, um, all of the relative signs that we were supposed to just believe we were in a plague, but none, none of that evidence actually, no one was seeing 20 to 30 friends die of a plague, yet we kept going with this for months and months and months and months. Did that surprise you? Yes, it did. And we're still going, some people. Yeah. Um, but evidence, that's a big word. Yes, <laughs> And, you yes. know, science is an interesting word, too. I heard, you know, someone say science. Uh, the left keeps using that word. I do not think it means what they think it means. And that's, of course, a reference to the Princess Bride. But, yeah, it's, it's not mm-hmm. what they interpret. They're interpreting their own results. They're not giving you all the clues. Notice how for a while there, for months on end, it seemed, all the focus was on new COVID uh, positive cases. Mm-hmm. They weren't focusing on the number of deaths. They yeah. weren't focusing on You're the right. whole population. No context. There's no context. There was no evidence of what what was helping and what, anything we could do to prevent it. It's just fear, 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 fear. And there was a reason for that. I mean, mm-hmm. the globalists. I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this. Oh the yeah. Great reset. You know, this was coming for years and years and years. I mean, it was back in. I think in 1974, David Rockefeller said this at the United Nations conference. He said, we're, we're on the verge of a global transformation. And all this is 1974. All we need is the right major crisis, and the nations will accept the new world order. So we just don't take the left and the Democrat socialists, we don't take them at their word. We just hear them. They say certain things like Obama when he was in office. He said some very grandiose things. Even before he was elected, we're five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Back up yeah. a little bit. Fundamentally transforming <laughs> our country. Nobody, we don't take them at their word. I know. And so this COVID thing, the, the globalists and the, the elites, I call them power elites that want to, they, they know best, right? They want to tell everybody else how to run their lives. And so they, part of their deal is population control. And so this is what they do. They say certain things and they, they people don't say, well, wait a minute. Well, that, that's, what do you mean by that? Well, I think we've stopped asking questions, Kate. I think mm-hmm. we're too busy to ask serious questions such as how did you come to that conclusion right. about the virus or anything else? Well, it's so true, too, because we're good people. And so good people mm-hmm. would tend to think when they say transform the country that they're going to do something spectacular. And that here, <laughs> here's the deal, too. Why do you need to transform it? It's working. What, what, what in the world? Why are you why are you having to change it? And so no one asked that question either. But I think people assumed that it meant something good. I don't know. I don't know what mm-hmm. else. I don't know. I, 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 I think more people were not paying attention. More people just thought it was grandiose mm-hmm. rhetoric. That, hey, Obama, who's this guy? He's never right, been right. You know, in, in leadership for long. You know, and sure, sure enough, he, he, had a, uh, he was actually selected, as, as we know now. And the Obama-Biden, we forget Joe, who was the VP was. Joe right. Biden was the VP. They did more damage to America than I believe than almost any administration. And here we are in Obama 2.0, the O'Biden administration, and we're surprised by anything that Joe Biden would do. That's what shocks me, Kate. People that have not been paying attention, they go, can you believe Biden is doing this? Can you believe he's opening up the borders? Can you believe he wants to push the Equality Act? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can you believe he wants to do anything with our guns or Kamala Harris? And we're going, well, we we had eight years of this before Trump. Yeah. 
So yeah, and he only he could only in 2016 he could only gather 13 percent of the vote of his own party. That's how little faith they had in him. That's what a moron everyone thought he was. And then to sell him as the most votes in history, it's almost mind-boggling that we're not supposed to say anything about this. But yeah. you know, we don't have anyone in government saying anything about it. We don't have except for maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene, which I have to applaud because she's saying the things that I I'm thinking. Other than that, and sometimes yeah. Rand Paul. Other than that, we see a lot of people just going along. And so what happens to Christianity if we just keep going down this road and being silently kind about everything that's happening to us? Well, the underground church. We will be a divided church and a divide. We're already a divided nation, right? When I, oftentimes when I write the United States in a sentence or on a blog, I put quotes on, around the word mm. united. Um, we are going to be uh, uh, part of the church is going to be a state church. In other words, government will be leading the way. They'll fall in line with whatever the government wants. The Romans 13, submission to government. Too many people wrongly interpret that as submit to whatever the government mm-hmm. tells you to do. Well, you've got biblical examples of people who rebelled against government, and God commended them for it. Mm-hmm. Um, even going back to Moses. I mean, the Hebrew women saved Moses when they were told the, the, the order was to kill all the, the babies, uh, and they saved Moses. Anyway, too many stories like that where... Mm-hmm. You rebelled against government, and God said, way to go. Yeah, um, even you, the apostles said, we must obey God rather than man. Right. So well, too many, but Christ would have been gone. Christ would have been killed. Christ would have been murdered. If his parents would have been good citizens, Christ, wouldn't be, uh, Christ would have died at two. If they would have been good exactly. citizens. <laughs> oh, gosh. Exactly. It drives me insane. So anyway. they fled. So the other part, Kate, is the other side of that is there is going to be a true biblical church, and those mm-hmm. who follow God with all their hearts. They're trying to really do what the Bible teaches and live that way, and we're going we're gonna to be that. We're, gonna, we're counting the cost. We're saying, yeah, I might be ripped off social media. I might be taken down. I might be deleted. I may be arrested. Right. But we know that going in. Jesus said, if they hated me, they're going to hate you too, if you stand up for what you believe and stand up for what is right. Right. Well... It's true. I, I hope that, that uh, we wouldn't let this happen again. I hope that we would uh, take a stand, especially when you have all the stuff coming out about Fauci's emails and all of these things. And, I, and we're, we're talking about COVID just because this was one of the biggest breaches on the churches and also on, on humanity, right? And so if all this stuff is starting to come out, I mean, are we going to finally have people where their eyes are opened and they finally see this for what it was so that we don't let it happen again? Do you think lessons have been learned? Well, some, yes, to some degree. But when you say these things are finally starting to come out, what do you mean by that? Are the mainstream media outlets all reporting this? Are you hearing this in the major networks? Does the average person know this stuff about Fauci's emails and anything else that's coming out. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. a smaller percentage of people, I believe, that are paying attention, that are up on the news, that are willing to be, be critical thinkers and see both sides of a story and gather the facts. And as you said earlier, evidence. But I think most people will not hear the truth. And mm-hmm. some that do hear it are going to say, well, we're too far past that now. Yeah, because you know, and that's what I think. Well, I I'm, I can't disagree. I just if we're going to say yes, it's okay to shut a church down. You better show some evidence of something actually happening, and not what could happen or what they say is going to. I mean, some solid evidence. I would hope that people <laughs> would say, I want to know that we're in a plague if this was was this was to ever happen again. And by the way, the odds of being in a plague are so low comparatively to our situations now with good. Uh, uh, we have good sewer, we have good health, you know, 
mostly. We have all of these things in our favor. So when they try to sell this down the road, and they will because they got away with it, you know, yep. are we going to actually take a stand and say, no, 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 you show us it happening right now if you want to try to do this to us. And, and we have the option of closing voluntarily. You're not going to close us down from a government standpoint because the CDC doesn't well, rule oh, over, right? There's a chapter in my book, Did the Church Pass the COVID Test? And the short answer is no. And I explain why. I explain what happened and why we we generally caved. Even There were some that were fighting back, but generally they, they did whatever they wanted and told us what to do. But uh, now some have awakened, like you said, but I think a lot of warnings in Scripture to wake up from Jesus to the Apostle Paul to uh, Revelation, John, mm-hmm. you know, th- quoting Jesus, saying, wake up and understand the times. And, it's, and they say, do the things you need to do now because your time is short. And the churches were even rebuked, even back then. In right. uh, three or five, five of the seven churches in Revelation were rebuked. And so the American church, we've taken a lot for granted, as the American citizen has in this country, our freedoms, but we've got to recognize we are in a fight. The left is out to win. We've got to combat the lies and overcome this cancel culture by just standing up, fighting back. You know you're going to be deleted or whatever, but then look for another mm-hmm. outlet. Look for another platform. Don't shut mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, speak the truth in love. I have to emphasize that because I get pretty passionate. But always, you know, we always have to do it respectfully. We on the right can respectfully disagree. Right. On the left, they've lost all. That's all out the window. All mm, <laughs> so true, though. They don't. They don't care. They just shut you down. They don't care. But we can respectfully disagree. But we have to speak and let people know what's going on because mm-hmm. there's so many who are uninformed, and they need also the hope that we have. Right. There is hope. Um, I want to be optimistic, and I'm, I'm, I'm fighting with my own thoughts on that, but we have to run the race and keep the faith and finish the race, as the Bible teaches. So true, because, you know, you look back on all these times through history, um, even after they crucified Christ, a very dark time. I'm sure people lost a lot of hope that knew who he was, yet they were resilient enough and could look towards the future enough to still continue to fight. And look at the revolution. You know, we had no hope of winning that. And of course, we, we maintained the hope. And I think right now for our kids, they're going to have to realize that we are we are to prep them for the future to fight this, that they're here for a reason. They have a calling, you know, that part of their calling probably on earth is to help with this and not just get them into so much fear that that they are, uh, you know, immobilized. They can't move. Right. So God bless kids today. They yeah. are up against so much. And so our parents um, and I'm sure you guys talk about the education system quite mm-hmm. a bit to try to. There should be a mass exodus. I just talked to Alex Newman last week, and yes, I love Alex. Uh, we're, we're, we're just trying to inform parents, and st- there's still some naivety out there saying, "Oh, I know that's happening in most of the schools across the country, but it's not happening at my son or daughter's school." Oh. I hear that so often. It's like, okay, if you want to think that way, I don't want to be the one to say, "I told you so." Down the road, when they uh, go down the right. way of the left and uh, so fall true. away from God, or worse. So true. This is probably a good time, too, to get rid of the people in office who you knew traded you out during COVID Mm -hmm. because they never stood up. And to get those people in that religious freedom is one of the biggest things on their minds because they don't want to see this happen again. Right. I would imagine. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. We have to vote them out. That's part of the way we fight. When we say fight the good fight of faith, it is believing in God and trying to living up to his living according to his principles, but also it's doing the work that we need to do politically mm-hmm. by not giving them the benefit of the doubt anymore. Christians, conservatives, we Republicans always tend to compromise and think well of people. I know that's nice, the nice thing to do, but I think we've got to stop being nice, Kate. I think uh-huh. we've got to realize this, we're in a war. Yeah. And they're not they're not taking any prisoners. So we better mm-hmm. be ready to fight and just prepare ourselves for whatever is ahead. Right. Well, even Christ didn't come on earth to say, well, anything goes and I'll just be nice to you. It was about teaching mm-hmm. principles and saying, well, there's a standard and a bar that you must reach too. I mean, you need to, this understanding. Yep. You need to do these things. And so it wasn't like he just said anything goes. And so I don't know why we do that sometimes. Um, uh, I, I don't know why we kind of stand there and, and give it that same, you know, this is what we should do to be kind. No, because even he didn't do it. He wanted to make sure that, that he taught the right principles. He didn't just say, hey, whoever you are and whatever you are, it's just totally fine. No, there was, there was a bar of some sort, um, right? Yeah, well, so. and, and that bar was truth. His word is truth, right. the Bible says. And so that the bar is truth, and we've, we've abandoned right. that. Our society has rejected God. We know the direction it has been going. Uh, we're, some of us are trying, trying to sound the alarm, so maybe if there's any hope of slowing it down, I don't believe it can be reversed at this yeah. point. But I believe it can be slowed down, but we need more. We're trying to convert people, Kate. We're trying to come. <sighs> come on. Come on. Fight for your freedoms. Speak right. up. Get out there. We've fight got a country yourself. to try to preserve. Oh, Lord, uh, help so, us. I so agree. The book is, I, I wish we had more time because I could probably talk to David for hours. Uh, David Fiorazzo, the book is Canceling Christianity, and it's uh, How the Left Silences Churches, Dismantles the Constitution, and Divides Our Culture. You can even get it on Kindle. What a great author you are. You have so many books to your credit. We've had you on before for other books, and let me just tell you, another uh, knock-out-of-the-park uh, kind of book, and I, it, it's so timely. Thank you, David, for coming on. Thank you so much, Kate. God bless you. You too. Absolutely. What a fun guest. And boy, what great points he's made. We'll be right back with Dr. Lee Merritt, Frontline Doctor, on an update of what's going on. And don't go anywhere. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com for the podcast. Be right back. Be right back.